Don't cry. Be strong. Be tough. Man up. Never show any emotion. It makes you look weak. These are some of the statements that many men have heard during their lifetime. From an early age, men are enforced to uphold unrealistic expectations of what masculinity should and shouldn't be. With an alarming rates of mental health issues among men, including depression, anxiety, and PTSD, it is critical to insert vulnerability into our vocabulary to eliminate the woes of toxic masculinity. By the end of this episode, we hope to enlighten many young men to break the vicious cycle of toxic masculinity among various entities, including, but not limited to, race, ethnicity, sexual orientation, social class, age, and level of education. There are many men struggling in silence with an unclear direction of people to talk to. To minimize this unrelenting stigma, it is time for us to rewrite the narrative of masculinity by first seeing young men as human beings. We will provide reliable information, including facts, statistics, and personal testimonies that emphasize vulnerability among men. We can't change the mindsets of all young men and even women, but we can provide different perspectives on this imperative societal issue. For those struggling with expressing their emotions, you're not alone. Don't Don't stop stop fighting. fighting. Welcome back to another special episode of Is The Biz. I'm your host, Izzy, and today I'm accompanied by my very special friend, Amaya, again. Hello. And we brought two guests on to the show. So without further ado, please welcome Vish and Ethan. All right, so let the people know um, your name, your year, uh, major, uh, any interest that you guys have and what you guys plan to do after you graduate college? Hey guys, my name is Vish. Uh, my phone name is Vishroot, and I'm a second year, uh, rising junior now uh, at Georgia State University, and I major in uh, neuroscience on the pre-medical track. Um, in the future, I hope to pursue uh, a medical specialty and get into medical school, and one of the specialties that I'm really interested in is uh, neurology and, and or cardiology but not limited to those. And um, my interest in medicine really rose with uh, having a lot of uh, personal anecdotes in my life and seeing different experiences. And especially coming from the ethnicity I come from, I want to eliminate a lot of the health issues and health disparities that come in uh, my community and my in this country as well. So, you know, I, I also like to consider myself a, rena- a renaissance man, I guess, because I'm really interested in the arts as well as the sciences. And I feel like a lot of people think that you can only be uh, good in one, but I think you can have the best of both worlds if you, you know, find that management in those. Yeah, that's amazing. That's the real. <laughs> I agree. Mm-hmm. Yo, my name is Ethan. Uh, I'm a computer science major, junior at uh, Georgia State University. Uh, not as like uh, extravagant as a goal. Just want to. Um, I'm just in love with building things. So not particularly dealing with computers, but um, I guess my, my future goal is aligned with just innovating, building anything, really. <laughs> so uh, may, maybe work with a lot of neuroscientists. I really like stuff that, like, the human interface ex- like ex- uh, aesthetic is, like, working, bringing technology and humans together rather than rather than be independent things. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's good stuff, uh, both of y'all. So um, today's topic, we'll be talking about vulnerability among men uh the stigmas of when it comes to men and even women expressing their emotions so 
I'm gonna turn this over to Amaya because this was this was her idea. She she's the anchor behind all of this. So why don't you explain what made you wanna talk about this very important subject? Well, last year at our well, last year last semester at our final noble ambition, formerly noble minds meeting. Mm-hmm of the semester we had not just like a party basically we all just got together and we reflected on the stuff that we had <clears throat> last year and it's, that we did last year and toward the end there's only like a few of us there so Isaiah and I are there Vish was there our friend Rohan was there mm-hmm. and our club leaders Hannah and Harita were there I think Avni was still there yeah and I was, I'm sitting at the, on this table in the room. There's this big, it's like a meeting room. There's this giant table and I'm sitting at the table and I look across the room and I see Visha standing up and I see Rohan is like standing behind him with his arms around him. Kind of, I wish you guys could see me, but essentially just like. <laughs> kind of like a friendly hug. Friendly hug. Not yeah. like Titanic, but like arms around his neck and like in the front. And I was like, oh my gosh. Cause when I've never seen that. Yeah. I've never really seen two men embrace like that. Usually it's like your, your regular dap, or like yeah. a man hug, but something like that. I was just like, oh my gosh, that's really cool. Yeah. And I got an idea, hey, I know, Isaiah, I know you're thinking about more topics to talk about on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Why not tackle that? Like male affection, male mm-hmm. vulnerability, sensitivity, yeah. and all that, and even get Vish to come on. It was also, wanted to get Rohan to be on the show as well, but Rohan has since graduated. Missy Rohan. He's working full time now. So, so his schedule... Is that as flexible? And I thought it'd be cool to get the two of them on here because, you know, speaking that they are both of Indian descent, so South Asian, so definitely male vulnerability in that community. There are different right. viewpoints on it as opposed to in the black, black community, community. Yeah. which has their own set of distinctive principles. Yeah, and distinctive. So I, but distinctive, <laughs> if you want to call it that. But that's essentially what sparked this whole thing. Mm. Yeah, but I, d- I thought that was a really great, uh, idea that she gave to me because I was planning on discussing vulnerability among men anyway, but just seeing that kind of like pushed me to want to talk about it even more. So I just want to ask you, Vish, like, is that something that like you guys have kind of always done with each other? Uh, specifically to Rohan? Yeah. Well, I mean, um, I think Rohan is just a very like, like outgoing, fun and loving person. Mm-hmm. And I feel like me, I am also loving, but, you know, sometimes I'm more reserved, but I can also be outgoing. Yeah. And I feel like noticed that on um, the beginning of meeting Rohan and our friendship, it was really easy to just vibe with him. And <clears throat> he's a really, you know, friendly person. Like, mm. as soon as you get to meet him, like, if you go to a party or, like, a noble mind or a noble ambition now, mm-hmm. a meeting there, uh, he's going to talk to you. He's going to speak to you. He's not going to make you feel like you're left out, you know. Mm. He's going to bring up interesting points, and he has a lot of different passions. So I feel like... Yeah, from the start, you know, we like we um our friendship just grew, and you know, obviously now you said he's really busy, so yeah. we haven't spoken much a lot, but like you know that uh that friendship is always there. Yeah, yeah. I just I, I really think that's so important. So I actually have a question for you, Amaya. Okay. Do you feel like it's easier for women to be more affectionate and honest about their emotions than men? And if so, why do you think so? Honestly, and this is something I've talked about a little bit with my friend Taylor, I feel like with women, it's a double-edged sword. Mm. On the one hand, we've been, like women, we've kind of been given the license and permission to be emotional. In fact, that was like a quality that women were kind of expected to have. Is she maternally, maternal? Is she motherly? You know, being sensitive Mm. and being open about your emotions. 
And so on the one hand, it is kind of easier to be, to express your emotions as a woman. At the same time, as we've seen with society, when it comes to what a man is supposed to be, it then, you know, telling men that any, if they express any womanly qualities, that's seen as a bad thing, not being sensitive, not being vulnerable about things. And you hear this a lot, you know, we heard this a lot when, you know, Hillary was campaigning to be president. Mm-hmm. A woman said, you know, you can't have a woman as president because, you know, she'll be too emotional. What if she goes in her period and she declares a war? Really? Yes. Really. It and then also, ridiculous. And it sounds ridiculous. And also kind of learning things that I've done is that actually the reason people say that is because when women are on their periods, we are producing a lot of testosterone, which we have. We just don't produce it in high quantities as estrogen. So in a funny way, in the times where you're telling that we're more emotional, we're actually the most like men. Yeah. So you're actually more aggressive. So, uh, we're actually, yeah, we're more aggressive. But wow. Because, like, yeah, but just that. And then also being an African-American woman, sometimes showing your expressions, showing your emotions, that can lead to harm because there's a stereotype of being the angry black woman. Yeah. So we can't always be angry depending on my company unless someone sees, oh, she's another angry black woman. Oh, don't want to deal with her. So, like I said, it's just a double-edged sword. Yeah. Yes, we have the freedom and the license to be emotional, but depending on the context and depending on who we're around, that can be seen as a negative. And it yeah. may, and you may want to just kind of well it down and try to keep everything in so as not to be depicted in a negative light. Yeah. And that kind of just made me think back to uh, what you were saying about um, black women having this like stereotype of being the angry black woman when she's emotional. I, I feel like that kind of also ties back to, I hate to say it, but it almost kind of ties back to slavery in a sense because I feel like back then women really did have to be strong in a lot of ways and I feel like even just now thinking about it like women have had to fight through so much that men haven't necessarily had to fight through that's yeah. another stereotype the strong black woman yeah well I mean how, how do you guys feel like vulnerability differs among men and women so I, I think vulnerability is like um, it's dependent on who you're being vulnerable to so typically, I think I, I talked to Amaya about this the other like when she invited me. Yes, it's like, the day I called. That is not say. normal for so. There is vulnerability to some extent when when you're with your friends. Mm. Yeah, you're not being vulnerable with everyone. That applies to women too. You're not being vulnerable with like the homeless guy in on the corner out the street who just mm. wanted a dollar, but you decide to give him your life story. Right. You're not being vulnerable to that guy. You're being vulnerable to your friends. Your ideally your close friends. Yeah, and. There's this assumption that yes, okay, maybe it's true that some guys don't like talk to your talk to their friends about everything they're feeling. That's normal. Yeah, that there's that that's not toxic per se. It's not it's not you, but you, but because like a lot of that stuff, you should honestly. I'm a strong like believer in therapy. Yeah, your friends are not supposed to be used for therapy. Your right. friends are there to be supportive. Mm-hmm. They can't support you when you're having like a full meltdown. Yeah, that's true. But um. As it, as it goes with like vulnerability and stuff like that, yeah, that's I feel like that's what a therapist is for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, so so I, I like what you said with the aggressive black woman because like in my family we there's like this um, my mom actually freaks out about it is like some, I I haven't dated black and like 
Actually, I don't date at all. But <laughs> I think I did, in this particular, I, I think I said yeah. like oh, I'm not I'm not into like black women a lot, mm-hmm. and that and then she was like, oh, why not? It's a stereotype. Blah blah blah. She got and then when she calmed down, I was like, mm-hmm. because of this, <laughs> because yeah. of what you're doing right now, I don't. I like calmness. Yeah. I, I like calm people. And like when you're going statistically, you're trying to find someone who's calm. You're not gonna find it as quickly in the black community because yeah, we're very that's true. passionate, loud people. Yeah. And I'm very, how do I say it? Like I'm, 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 I'm crazy, mm-hmm. but I'm, a, I'm a silent storm. Yes. So like, <laughs> so like well, when you got when you get me in a room with three people yeah. and we're all chatting around, having fun, I'm a psychopath. <laughs> No, like, seriously, there have been multiple times throughout our friendship where I've just looked at him and I just ask him, why are you like this? (laughs) I want to pick his brain, but I'm, I'm afraid of what I'm going to find in there. I feel like it might just be like Rick Sanchez meets Patrick Bateman. And I I never, I never give you a clear answer. I'm like this. I'm like this because I'm around my friends and I'm allowed and I can be like this because I don't. Back in our, we, we were in the same lit class, 11th grade year as American lit. And he, for some reason, used to always... He took on a persona as a Vietnam veteran. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> do the voice. Do it. Just do it. Just give him a taste of what you... Wait, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Before you do this, remember what I said earlier. Don't say anything you wouldn't say if you were famous. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to find this podcast like t- 20 years from now, 10 don't, years don't from now. Don't make me miss out on my future oh. endorsement. <laughs> it wasn't... It wasn't... It wasn't raunchy or anything. It was just... No, I want to see Just it. do it. Do my multi-million dollar franchises. So I had my war wife back in Grenada. Oh, Little French little thing, and I'm only doing this because you said it wouldn't be raunchy. So like now, 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 no. you, now you just you, I'm, joking, act, I'm joking. I'm it joking. It wasn't raunchy. But, but I'm, I'm like, it's like back in you did crazy just stuff like, in why? high school. Back in Vietnam, they're in the fucking trees. <laughs> the son of napalm. The monkeys, the monkeys. They kept throwing it at us. <laughs> it reeked. It smelled of uh, squirrel shit. <laughs> I, I watched too many movies back then, so like I was really big into like the oh, the, so the, like the Saturday Night Lives, like uh, like Vietnam impressions, and like I mean, I'm just into I, I, I was war like, veterans, war have, veterans, like that. But have you seen voice. actual movies like Apocalypse Now or River uh, Morning on the River? What's it called? I can't well, remember. Well, that. like, the war movies I was watching was, like, when Michael Bay was actually <laughs> being a good director and making the things that he was good at. Like, he was making, like, SEAL Team like Seal Team 6 and stuff like that and, mm-hmm. like, movies like that. And um, you got to realize at the back of the time, my uncle just got back from Afghanistan. So, yeah. like, I was really big on, like, the war stuff because, like, he was big on it. So what my uncle watched is probably what I would watch. Right. Yeah, so he, he's the one who developed my, like, taste in, like, action and stuff like that. But, yeah. That's where that comes from. But you guys, you guys got to get my. Uh, I, I got to take advantage of this. These road mics, I actually like them a lot. Yeah, they're top tier. Yeah, S tier here. But yeah, vulnerability, huh? Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's that's I guess you're another aspect of vulnerability. It's like a lot of us don't get to be ourselves. Mm-hmm. But yeah, a lot of my friends I get to be myself out at work sometimes. Yeah. But I stopped when I wasn't being paid for it anymore. <laughs> but um. But yeah, what, everyone on the street, no, no, no. Yeah. And I, I can see, and I, and I remember what you said about like the the female president and stuff like that. Like me, me, and my uncle talked about this because there's around the time Hillary was trying to put a no fly zone over Syria as mm-hmm. her pitch, and I don't think y'all, if y'all don't know, that's a very serious thing because means every every that means no country can have air superiority, 
and every point gets shot down, mm-hmm. which is a, uh, also a no-fly no zone would have to be enforced, which is also a declaration of war. Yeah. So at that time, I was very, uh, hell no. Yeah. I'll gladly take the angry orange man. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean... I guess that emotional part, like women are more in tune with their inner emotions. emotions. Yeah. yeah. Which is a positive. That makes you more creative, more yeah. expressive, everything. Aww. But as a, le- but in, in leadership, you don't want someone who, you want someone who's creative, but you don't need someone who's expressive. There's mm-hmm. actually a book, 48 Laws of Power. It actually has a story about, um, I think it was Henry the 14th, mm-hmm. where people were terrified of him. Not because he was, he was um, a, like a, just a genuinely a bad guy, mm-hmm. but because he would he someone would they would he would drink so two imagine two people walk in they present a problem to him one is for fixing it the other one is like oh no we can't fix it he'll let mm. them argue and say nothing wow and then right at the end he said he went right when they're done arguing they look at him like expe- expectantly he's like he just he just hunkers down his throne he leans back in his chair <laughs> and goes i'll see and then he sends them off and he doesn't say a word for 2 weeks wow and then, and then he decides, and he, it makes him unpredictable, makes mm-hmm. him makes him terrifying, makes him powerful. Yeah. And when when you want a leader, you don't want someone who's expressive. You want someone cold and calculating, because that's the that's a leader. Exactly. Uh, a leader is someone who can not only just move people, but who can act rationally. Yeah. I'm not saying having emotions make you act and make you um, less rational. But I'm saying typical people with with who are more emotionally like acute. Mm-hmm are going to let that factor into their plan as well. I don't want a leader who factors in, like, maybe the humanity aspect. I want someone who thinks about the long term. Yeah. Like, you need to, you need that villain in that, in that position of leadership. Mm-hmm. You have to, to be a, to be a good leader, you have to have some villainy in you. You have to be a bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's that intimidation factor. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And mm-hmm. I... To add on to a lot of the good points that Ethan made, like I want to touch on a few things, especially about what Amaya said um, on towards the stereotypes of black women, because um, I grew up in Clayton County, which is predominantly black, and oh, a yeah. lot of my, yeah, a yeah. lot of my, um, you know, <laughs> I mean, yeah, oh, Riverdale, <laughs> yeah, Mara, I'm from Mara, uh, yeah, so you know, um, uh, being the a person of my only descent, and I'm you know Indian South Asian, by the way, whatever you yeah. want to put that as, and. Uh, I feel like in a way it was just like it would seem like it's a negative thing to just be a person of your own race in the school for like many years but it actually helped me see a lot of different cultures and aspects and different of the stereotypes that you really see on different communities and when it came to a lot of my african-american friends i would like hear these stereotypes but it wouldn't match them sometimes and i would realize how like media uh whether it be like music entertainment industry uh books novel even like pornography are have like hyper extended stereotypes when it comes to black women a lot mm-hmm. a lot of my uh, friends who are um, black women themselves I've seen that they've been targeted against because of these stereotypes and especially like the um, uh, strong black women stereotype and the uh, you know angry black women stereotype a lot of that gets misconstrued because what happens is um, I'm sure you've heard the the line that uh, in America the, the black woman is the most targeted like yeah. category. Exactly, yes. that that is very true. Like I've yeah, seen it first. Very true. Yeah. Because um, you know we have to think that when this country was just created, um, when they set all 
men are created equal. At that mm. time, African Americans were not thought of as equal. Exactly. So, ex like, you know, I feel like a lot of people forget like, the basis of this country. Right. And back to my point about those stereotypes, I want to say that um, it isn't fair. And it comes from a place of dominance. Like, mm. people wanting to be dominant over black women and make and be condescending and yeah. talk down on them. And a lot of that comes with, you know, the daily racism you see in America or world worldwide towards African Americans especially. Mm -hmm. And um back to what Ethan was saying um when it comes to leadership and being, you know, villainy and cold and uh, um a lot of that it is true. Like sadly, like sometimes yeah. it's not funny you you want to have a leader that's like warm and welcoming, which you can be as a leader, but yeah. if you study like historically and even biologically like, you know, with our psych biopsychology um, there's a book by Yuval Noah Harari, which is called Sapiens. You guys should look into it. Mm -hmm. And it talks about the formanity, like, the formation of humanity. And a lot of that came with um, men taking innovation, taking charge, and serving to these uh, gender roles that were very aggressive in terms of hunting, um, fighting, war, leadership, more so while women were catering to like uh, children, maternity, maternal instincts, and uh, affection. Well, men also conserve those things, but um, you can see historically that a lot of the uh, greatest leaders that we've had in history just happen to be men because of those, uh, like, aggressive years traits. and yeah. years of, like, aggressiveness and testosterone in the yeah. body and, you know, psychologically being shown that. And I think that really does help our point today of toxic masculinity because yeah. I feel like that that existing has been exaggerated to yeah. a point where every single person has to do that, and I don't think that's the case with men. Yeah. yeah. I personally feel like when it comes to toxic masculinity, it's more so driven by ego than anything. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, it's been said many times that men really like having their ego stroked. And I feel like when we, when we impose these very unrealistic expectations of what a man should or shouldn't be, it kind of stifles, you know, different facets of who like he really is like it just makes me think of uh shrek the first one when he said he makes this little analogy he's like ogres are like onions onions have, layers. have layers yeah, yeah. and it's yeah. like and then it's, it's really the same thing with men it's like we have layers we have things that make us tick we have things that make us excited um things that make us angry things that get make us emotional just so many different complexities of who we are and I just feel like, you know, as a society, we really need to think thoroughly as far as breaking down, you know, not even just how, you know, toxic masculinity started, but just uh, seeing how it affects men from an early age. Because from an early age, I feel like a lot of us are told that we can't cry, we can't show emotion because it makes us look weak and in all honesty, vulnerability is really what makes you strong. We're all humans at the end of the day. Yeah. I mean, I guess I guess you could argue right there is that you're being bred to be a leader from, like, the day you're born, which yeah. might not be good for everyone. Mm -hmm. And not and not all parents do it the right way. Yeah. And I'm, being void of emotion is a problem. Yeah. You can be – there is a – I'm not sure if you read – I'm not sure if you read this kind of neuroscience. You might, might like enjoy this book. Yeah. It's called the, the Sociopath's Guide to Getting Over. And it goes in on like how the top top one percent of CEOs they all have a lot of sociopathic traits. Not saying that they're sociopaths. There's mm -hmm. no there's no proof of that. No one can just be a hundred percent a sociopath. Right. Yeah, they just strongly express those traits. Yeah, and that goes for the women as well. 
you're ta- you're talking about people who feel nothing. And, exactly. And they they, they 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 do well in those positions, but there's also a problem is once they're discovered as feeling nothing, now their leadership collapses because no one wants to follow someone who feels nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I just got a pure question here. What do you guys consider toxic masculinity? Because like that's like a for me for me it's a buzzword. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not a fan of the word. Like I came here because I was like, oh, I'm ready to play devil's advocate. Yeah. I, I came here maliciously. Which told me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was very open about that. I yeah. was like, because I, I you, it, it, toxic masculinity. If you're are you just talking pure aggression? Like, yeah, like aggression, and I mean any other um, traits that you guys might consider to be toxic as far as masculinity yeah, goes. Yeah, but, but some people consider me, me me wanting to keep sit down with my legs open on the train toxic masculinity. Yeah. When, there's, when there's that, there are people like that, and someone made Well, let, let's, uh, well, with relevancy, we can talk about the act that just happened at the Oscars the other day with Will Smith. I think yeah. Yeah. On, on Twitter, a lot of discourse oh, has been him going losing yeah. control of himself. Yeah, yeah. Yes. being toxic masculinity. He hit him with a playground era joke to because because his wife couldn't take a joke and then okay so context for the people who are watching the podcast who live under a rock yeah <laughs> so, so during during last night's uh, oscar I don't know what, nights. Yes. saturday nights sunday. Yeah. sunday sunday okay i was asleep i, 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 I watched this video the day after chris rock tells a playground level joke to about um uh will smith's wife which was oh uh, gi jaden too yeah. <laughs> yeah i'm like something along those lines and yes. then will smith the first laughs looks at his wife see she has a frowny face mm-hmm. and decides that he needs to walk up on stage and hit chris rock yeah dude's from brooklyn he could he could have embarrassed you on that stage but i'm just saying you, you didn't do that when he she cheated on you but yeah. anyways um dude decides that he needs to prove himself that's toxic yeah now that's toxic you you had no reason to put your hands on that man, and all he, he and you just you just had to take a joke. Yeah. And one thing is defending your family and defending your wife's honor, but that, we're not knights. Yeah. That's how wars start. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're gonna go up on stage and slap him oh, in front shit, of. Oh shit! That's how Troy happened. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> oh wow! See, you're gonna <laughs> slap him in front of millions of people, mm-hmm. millions of watchers, mm-hmm. and in high Those profile look up actors to you. on stage. And people who look up to you, and you're supposed to be a comedic actor. You're supposed to be able to take a joke. He probably yeah. picked you because you can take a joke. Oh, he assumed you could. Yeah. And yeah. you're going to go walk up there and slap him and then have a public outburst and break down crying on stage. I'm like, that, 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 that I have, there's, there's, a, there's a great quote. It's like, it goes something like this. It's like, the ability to control your anger is what separates humans from beasts. Mm. Okay. And right there, that was a beast. Yeah. You can you couldn't control your anger, yeah. So, I, I that's all I have to say about him. Like I, I, I that is toxic masculinity to yeah. me. That is that is oh that's not just aggression. That's mm-hmm. just being an animal. Yeah, I personally feel like Will walking up on the stage. I feel like that was knowing knowing that he's seeing his wife going through alopecia because that's what she has. Yeah. Uh, knowing that she's losing all of her hair, I think he's very vulnerable to that. Yeah. And because he's vulnerable to that, he used like his anger as like almost as a mask to basically cover up the fact that he's hurting. Yeah. And instead yeah. of just how, how about just how about just like I, I don't know why he felt the need. Maybe he felt the need to prove himself to his mm-hmm. wife about it, but she herself is supposed to say that she's comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. 
but the fact the fact that she even like uh, prompted uh, prompted and allowed him to go on that stage and do that shows she's not probably not actually comfortable with it. Like I have friends who um, I had a friend who had uh, what was it like a liver cancer, and once he got once he got once he was comfortable with it, mm-hmm. cracking jokes became nothing about it. He would make jokes about it himself. Wow. Like, well, guess I need to get a new liver. Yeah. Stuff like that. <laughs> Uh, or, or man, man, I saw a liver in in, uh, in Walmart, and the employees <laughs> said I couldn't have it put in me. Stuff, stuff, crazy stuff. Yeah. That's that's how that's how someone who's comfortable yeah. with something like jokes slide right off. Yeah, but, I mean, if he was uncomfortable, like could've... the manly thing to do was just to pull him off pull him to aside, the side, right? After, after yeah. the whole it, it, you're thinking about it because that. Yeah. And, and, and I and I, I hate to see it, but manly, that... just like the decent. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. not only decent. He had the, it is the manly yeah. thing to yeah. do is pull him aside and say, "Hey, that's not okay. I don't. I was. I didn't appreciate that." But you had to make a spectacle. Yeah, yeah. And that's when you when you became an animal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think as a Will Smith like fan, like from a young age, I've been looking at a lot of the discourse that's been happening from this, and there's like so many angles you can look at it. Yeah. Um, you know, I think a lot of people are, uh, or well, I mean, at least I would say that Will's action could represent toxic toxic masculinity, but you can also argue that him being inspired to make that act is a result of toxic masculinity displayed on him. Yeah. You know, like, with the whole um, entanglement, like, all the memes, all the... Yeah. Basically, like, you know, all the yeah, stuff. Yeah, like, but, but but as we were saying, yeah. though, it's like... Masculinity. Okay, so that that's not being a man. We just we were just saying like that. Walking up on the stage and hitting him. That's not manly. That's just yeah. yeah that's asshole. what I'm saying. So yeah. that that display of toxic yeah. masculinity. You could say that it him being inspired to do that was from the toxic masculinity that was mm-hmm. affecting him. Yeah. Because of like how many men in the world were like ridiculing him, saying you're not a real man. You need to do this and control your wife, yeah. control your woman. Or yeah. daddy's when, corny. When the, yeah, yeah, but, like, but here, yeah, yeah. Here's, so think, here's the mistake though. It's like. You call it, you call it toxic masculinity, but I, I would agree as a man, I would never walk up on stage and hit him just because he made fun, made, made a make a playground yeah, level yeah. joke. You didn't. It's not like you insulted my my wife. Like, oh, oh, your your wife is the scum of the earth. You didn't make an image attack. You just said a joke. And honestly, yeah, yeah. It, was, it, it I would be I, if I was if I was the wife, I would be like, hey, so when, when's the director's gonna sign me up? Like, yeah. celebrate it. Come on, like. Yeah, I think he had the right intention, but he did the wrong thing. Yeah, yeah he had the right, the wrong right. Time. And, and I think just because of everything I was saying earlier, him going through so much in the past year and a half with all these yeah. like turmoil going yeah. on, and, like yeah. with his name and like with maybe I heard that Chris Bro- Chris Rock was talking down on Jada before like a few years back. Mm. I think a lot of that just came to his head right then and there. And yeah, he just kinda, yeah. And I'm, like, I'm like, I'm like, you can only do so much until you know you you, you break just down yeah. See the, I guess that was yeah. just his breaking <laughs> like, point. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp.com. <laughs> <laughs> Will, if you're listening, please. Hey, yeah, slide that sponsorship. <laughs> but uh, I, I guess what I'm getting at is that that's not really. I don't. I don't believe toxic masculinity is a real thing because everyone can be an asshole. Yeah. Like there, have you ever? What was the, it was a long time ago. I think it was Jay Z and this girl in the elevator. Oh, oh Jay Z and Solange. Yeah, and she just beat the crap out of him. Oh yeah. And I'm like, that's a, that's not a discussion. Yeah. That's violence, yeah. and that's not a masculine thing. Be, yeah. Violence isn't just a masculine thing. Men have the cap- men are better engineered for the capability of violence. Yeah. Because I let me some context here. I, uh, y'all know because we talked about it before the podcast. Or I do jujitsu, right? Yeah. There's a big difference between a man and a woman in jujitsu. There's a uh, one of our champions in my gym uh, is is a woman. She took home gold medal, mm-hmm. but it was a lot easier for me to deal with her who lost in the first round mm-hmm. than it is for like another woman to deal with her. Right. And that, but she's still capable of being that monster. 
Okay. Exactly. That that is not a masculine trait. That is just an aggressive trait. That's like having having that beast in you. You it doesn't. You don't have to be a man for that. It's just that it just so happens that men were literally engineered for it. Right. Like I we have all the tools. Uh, so if we if we were to like okay if we were in the room right we're all to start exercising today. Mm-hmm. Um, Amaya will still be the smallest out of all of us unless she takes arms. Like, <laughs> like Amaya, Amaya probably find, can find a SARMs dealer that's like another sponsor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean creatine dealer. <laughs> we can find someone who 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 will turn her to a giant. We're here at a puny two hundred pounds, one hundred percent muscle. Amaya's at uh, three hundred pounds, five hundred percent muscle, zero <laughs> percent body fat. Okay, I'm okay. Yeah, I couldn't look at her the same after that. I couldn't just... look at myself the same. No offense to any woman out there who are bodybuilders and into fitness on that level i personally just i talked about this with ethan i just want to increase that flexibility maybe tone my arms maybe like sculpt my behind and then that's it i don't yeah. need that's anything most else people. that's most yeah. people like, i don't need anything else. for me for me i just want a combat body i don't want to be ripped like it uh, you reach a certain point where it's not a, when it's not functional mm-hmm. for me i feel like it's, it's cool to control your own body weight now yeah. that's that's impressive like being being able to do those handstand push-ups and stuff like that that's yeah. awesome but yeah so back to the original thing it was like i was like as um violence is 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 a societal thing it's not yeah. really like a man thing we don't own the term violence yeah we're just the ones who use it the most yeah like, i was like, i was going to say it's more inflicted with us than yeah so so if a, if a woman is violent she's not manly yeah she, a, and you got to think about what what does it mean to be manly because then from more more my where i'm from is it's mean being a man is to be honest yeah being a man is to it's more like like it's like a way of like condensing virtues yeah being, being responsible man, honest responsible um ha- owning having your own yeah um not not letting people get to you yeah and if people get to you it's fine it's just don't show it yeah and i guess that's what you guys were talking about earlier with the vulnerabilities like not showing it but yeah. there's a when you when you show vulnerability to the wrong people yeah mm-hmm. that's when it becomes a problem yeah yeah and and the the toxic part you can argue okay it's not it's not just a manly thing only but some men a lot of men do this it's like they 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 get it confused that you show it to no one yeah for me, I show it to my therapist. <laughs> but a lot. But here, let me, let me, let me. But you talked about earlier, like the, like when like the, the relationships with women being a double edged sword, and it's more normal for for women to talk to each other about their feelings than it is for men to talk about it. Men yeah. are only engineered to show their feelings to three people, and that's one: your therapist, mm-hmm. your mother, and your girlfriend yeah. or wife. Yeah, I think you said that when we talked last week. Yeah. yeah. So, I think I said one, but last yeah, week, that, then I thought about it longer, and I was like, we, we show it to only three people because we're supposed to, on the outside, be strong. Yeah, It's not strong to show your feelings to everyone. When I'm with my, my, my guys, they know something's wrong. Uh, we're crack, we're cracking open drinks. We're pulling up a PS4, and we're about to go. We're about to go vent it out. Wow. That, I feel yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm about to take I'm about to take this this anger out in in the lobby. Right? Yeah, but what happens when you internalize it completely? Now that's a problem. That's yeah. not toxic masculinity either. Yeah. That's just an unhealthy person. Like yeah. you, you're 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 fucked up. Yeah, you're, something's not right in your head yeah. for for you to like assume that you should just hold everything in yeah. and so when you do that this is a lesson in mindfulness for anyone listening um when you let all that go on your shoulders all that negative self-talk and everything mm. and you don't counteract it with any positivity because your brain actually 
internalizes negativity in a much higher rate than it internalizes. I got the head. Yeah. I got the approval from the neuroscience. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, inter it internalizes negative emotions much higher than it internalizes positive ones. I, I can believe that. So if your head's filled with any negatives, it's gonna. It's, it's like you're gonna, gonna, gonna be believe magnified. It. You will believe yeah. it. Yeah. When I, I got, let me, I'll use myself in this example. On that tournament Saturday, uh, I, I had, I was as negative as I could be. I was about on the verge of quitting jujitsu. I was, I was, I was pissed off. Mm. I was upset. I wanted to break down. I was like, how could I have lost so badly? If anyone doesn't know, it was 16 to zero in points, which is as bad as it gets. If not, if not, it could get a little bit worse. Maybe it could have been twenty and zero, but man, that would just be terrible. No, but uh, yeah, I had my ribs were busted up. I just just yesterday, I found out they're not broken. So thank God. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was messed up. I was sad. I was like, oh man, I was gonna have to make all these like super serious <laughs> like, oh, I'm gonna go cancel my membership. Oh, mm -hmm. I need to change gyms. Oh, I'm pushing blame, p taking blame, like anything that 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 wasn't resolving the problem which is the negative self-talk in my head which everyone else when, when when you see someone like this it's easier to say like oh don't worry you got it next time you're, yeah. you're the positive voice but they're not hearing that yeah. i wasn't hearing that at the time i was just upset that i lost so badly i expected to win that round and then lose in the second yeah and because it didn't go exactly that way i was a mess and that's because i let that negative self-talk get into my head yeah so that's that's a problem. People not practicing mindfulness is a problem. Not yeah. being able to be good judges of their own character and make sure in 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 the jurors of their own mind. But that's not a masculine trait as well. Women do that too. Yeah. Like you you can you can have negative emotions. You can really think you're a failure. You can you can think all these horrible things. You'd oh, be like, me, "Oh, I do. I'm yeah. really good at hyping up people in my life and yeah. at the same time, I struggle with um, self-doubt yeah like I see Same. I can see things I can see these giant things happening for my life and I'm a big I'm a big dreamer I'm not the best executioner when yeah. it comes yeah. to things and I can and, and yeah. here's now now here's where I can piece it together so there is toxic masculinity even though I just said there isn't I'm about to hit it with the double negative there is toxic masculinity in society yeah which is when when society misconstrues what, what we what, just talked yeah. about was what it means to be a man. Like the man up thing. Yeah. There's times where that's okay. When my when it's used for encouragement, mm -hmm. it's just like when I when I'm calling when I'm insulting you in a good way. Like mm -hmm. that's the beauty of English language. We can insult you in a nice way. Yeah. And that one that hypes you up. Like oh man. Like um, yesterday I was in in my, in my gym. My arm was giving out. Like I I told my coach I can't push. I can't push. And my coach says stop being a pussy and push. Lift that guy off of you. The dude's 250 pounds. Like he ain't budging, mm -hmm. but I'm lifting. I'm yeah. still using my arm. That's a good time to be. That's 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 it. Using the right way, man up yeah. in a good way. Yeah. Yeah. But the bad way is when something terrible is happening to you, mm. or you're internalizing a lot, and yeah. you're trying to vent about it, and then someone they're says, like, "Man up." They're just saying, that happens in a black community yeah. a lot. It's like my family a would do that lot. a lot. My family said when I went to the therapist the first time, my family was like, "Oh, you're." They laughed at me. It's like, "Oh, you're going to the shrink." <laughs> oh god yeah but uh gotta get into that yeah that's that's terrible that's a terrible aspect and that's what that's what i was talking about with before on the phone with maya is like that it, you can't fix toxic masculinity yeah. it's not it's not a man problem it's a society yeah, problem. yeah definitely <laughs> we live in a society kind of jokes with joker and all that but um it's 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 really dumb. Yeah. Like you, you, that's that's why the suicide rate. That's why it's higher for men yeah. than it is for women. Because yeah, men are like, there is no woman up. 
Yeah. <laughs> there's man up. There's yeah. expectations for women. But then the ones for men happen to increase fatality. Yeah. Like, oh, like let's think of like, oh, we're on, we're on an oil rig, right? Mm. Amaya's, they're going to tell Amaya to uh, be careful. Don't, don't hurt yourself. They'll, they'll tell them, but they'll tell, you know, I got, I got to pick. I got to pick. Yeah. I got, they're going to tell homie right here, my neuroscience brother, yeah. that homie needs to hop on that crane yeah. and jump. Yeah. And, and he needs to grab that other, that, let's say we have like a little, little ledge and we're going to leap to the other side. And on the other side is, I don't know, a lever that we had to switch. But for some reason, there's no bridge in between. They're right. going to tell him to jump. They'll tell Amaya to, to go call, ask for help. Yeah. No. Yeah. We're not supposed to that's call for help. Yeah. yeah, you're not supposed to. You should, yeah, supposed that's to. a it's, problem. It's, it's like we're supposed to you're know. You're supposed to know. Yeah. You're supposed to have it down. And you're yeah. supposed to have it down. Just, you're, just, you're just because to be we're perfect. men. Just because yeah. you're men. You're supposed to just eat, take it. If, if yeah. it's a job meant for three, you're, you're supposed to be able to do it with one. Yeah. Yeah. But that that's that's not healthy. That's yeah. that's toxic masculinity in terms of expectations. Yeah. And it's not it's not... It's not um, men, the men that are messing up the world in that way. It's it's the expectations placed on men that messes things up. Yeah. Like, I'd argue. So this is a little controversial point. So then maybe 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 yeah, I, I might regret that in the future. But <laughs> I'm just joking. Um, so Vladimir Putin. Okay. This is, we're gonna relate this to current times. Um, his invasion of Ukraine. Right. You if Ukraine joins NATO. And put NATO right on borders at Russia, not saying that NATO would do anything with it. But, you know, that would make Russia very uncomfortable, and that would bother Putin, because in his head, he his, his ultimate goal, ever since he was um, coronated, was oh, well, that, ever since he was coronated, was to restore the um, USSR, USSR yeah. right, the Soviet Union. And that, that would be a punch in the face. So that's absolutely unacceptable. Right. And not to defend his actions... But I can understand when expectations drive you to do unspeakable horrors. And then you can say, we can relate that back to Will Smith. Is like yeah. expectations of, hey, you're not supposed, you're supposed to defend your wife's honor can lead you to make horrible, horrible mistakes. And then when, when you can't handle those expectations and you feel like a failure, yeah. and now we're talking about that negative self-talk that's now compounding with all that evil stuff in yeah. your head. It makes you, it makes you, makes you angry. Yeah. It makes you angry. You, you're gonna hurt someone. Or yeah. You wind up hurting yourself. And it might be both. Men, difference, men and women. And one more time mm -hmm. is Maya told me this is women more likely to cut and not follow through. Men more likely to pull the trigger yeah. with, with a 12 gauge and, like, and a, definitely follow through. Yeah. Yeah. I've been binging Criminal Minds for months now, and there's an episode where a killer he committed suicide, and one of the cops who's there to investigate asked David Rossi, who's one of the FBI and the in the bureau he said why is it when men do it it's like so like messy or like it's like this and it's like because when women want to do it usually it's like you know like i said this like they'll cut themselves they'll drown themselves maybe they'll do like sleeping pills yeah i can i can pull it up and like give you the exact quote he said whereas with men it's like more final like yeah it's, yeah it's it's, it's 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 sign, sign giving you john hancock to your yeah. death certificate when men do it we don't we're not jumping from five we're jumping from 20 yeah yeah we, we're making sure if I wanted to go out, I'm saying, I'm saying, oh, gunfight with the police in a 7-Eleven kind, yeah. kind of deal. Oh like, my it's kind of like an alpha versus omega thing going yeah. on. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's like when you want it to end, when, I, when, I, when a man thinks, of, there's times in my life where I've been at my absolute negatives, and there's still times where I think I don't, I don't think I should hold a gun or own one, mm -hmm. but because I know when we do it, 
there's no there's going back. And I, I, I've thought about it before, and I'm like, oh, I, I, there will be no, no uh, picking, reviving. Yeah. Like, there's, there's no resuscitation. With women, there's a chance. You can bring them back. Yeah. You can't bring back someone without a head. You can't bring yeah. back someone who's a smear mark on the street. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's sad to think about because going back to what you were saying about suicide among men, men are three to four times more likely to commit suicide than women are. Yeah. And I mean, I just feel like... That's expectations, bro. Yeah. And I mean, if we start from the very beginning, like when a man is a child first, look at them more so as human beings as opposed to them just being men right off the rip. Because I mean, at... What three? I say from three to maybe nine, ten. Like, what does a boy know about being a man? Nothing. Nothing. But you're 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 being groomed for societal pressure. Yeah. And, you know, I can, I'm gonna spin this. So I'm gonna spin this. I'm not the best person to say that I'm not a woman, mm-hmm. but I can I can assure you this is a frustration, right? Mm-hmm. When you know, I gotta make sure I phrase this because my my brain tends to jumble information. There are cultures in which. So let's say we have a talented female and an untalented male. They'll still place the expectation of the male to bring the be- to be the breadwinner. Right. Mm-hmm. Not not the way society should work. Right. Because yeah. now now he has to deal with the fact that he's untalented and she has to deal with the fact that she's talented but what would is unsupported. Yeah. Which and, and and you could argue that they should be treated equally. No, they shouldn't. Yeah. They that you should you should you place your favors on talent and then you let the untalented one he, you don't treat him like garbage, yeah. but but you don't you don't have to place all that extra on him. That, yeah. hey, that pressure. You yeah. have to you have to level up your game. Yeah, and it's kind of like well, we have hustle culture right now, which not everyone's meant to be a business owner. Yeah, that's true. It's kind of it's kind of gross. I kind of unsubscribe to people who are like that. It's like, oh, <laughs> yeah, how can you become a millionaire tomorrow yeah. doing this business that I don't do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you're addicted to this concept of of being more when. You yourself aren't even there. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Speaking and, of suicides and expectation, yeah. I actually had a, a cousin who um went through that and he committed yeah. um suicide and I feel like a lot I'm of that sorry. came. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you. A lot Might of that came from first. expectations. Like yeah. I think when I look at it like South Asian South Asian specifically, a lot of the males uh expectations are like, you know, you get a good degree, yeah. after that you get a good wife, you mm-hmm. take care of the family, you have to like study well be a man and grow up and take care of everything financially yeah. like and then for women same thing flip the coin for women it's like oh you have to be a good wife a good mother a good person at work you have to be a good daughter you have to be a good sister you have all these emotional expectations yeah. to be a nurturing uh, maternal uh, you know all these instincts to carry out on and um, you have to be a good wife etc cetera, etc cetera. Mm. and a lot of the times when I've like, like researched suicides for men versus women men are more likely to have like negative reactions to that because when yeah. you know things like that happen with my family or like when i've seen like famous actors do that they'd be like mm. oh he was a drug addict oh he couldn't handle the pressure yeah so like those expectations are you know um really detrimental to mm. a man's health and a lot of the times they're labeled selfish for just like women when they commit suicide you know it's like oh my condolences a tragedy are, yeah it's a tragedy, tragedy. yeah while well, a man's like oh he couldn't handle the pressure or he was probably going to something or like what a pussy yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> and we shouldn't be treating 
people like that. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. When like Robin Williams passed away and we found out that he committed suicide, yeah. it just goes to show you don't know what people are going through. And exactly. he even has a quote attributed to him saying that like, be kind to people because you never know what someone's going through. Exactly. Yeah. You think that yeah. they have it together and it's like inside, you have no yeah, idea. Yeah, they could be falling apart. They can be, they can be literally like most structurally unsound person. Yeah, yeah, that goes back to like, like Robin Williams or Chris Rock or Will Smith being like comedians because I know Will Smith growing up, he would say that he would try to make everybody in his family laugh because yeah. when they're laughing, they're not violent or aggressive. Yeah. Yeah. Or his t- yeah, and then like Robin Williams, obviously, um, you know, being one of the best, best actors and comedians and family and genre like ever, right? A lot of his comedy probably came from in, like internalizing a lot yeah. of the tra- 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 uh, trauma he went through. Yeah. And same with like Jim Carrey, one of the most successful people that we know. Yeah. Um, I know we watched a video on him like a few weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, we like, did. Like he was, he was homeless. Would, yeah. yeah, like he was going through so mm. much and then it's easy to joke about it because you're like, I, I really went through that and I got yeah. through this Yeah, they say, they say the most depressed people are the funniest. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. And then, remember exactly where that study comes from. One day I'll yeah. find it. And uh, I want to read this fact. Um, so, according to the Community Mental Health Journal, one in ten men believe depression isn't a real medical issue. Mm. I mean, you're taught to deal with it. That's, yeah. that's the. It's like it's like depression. Well, my my, my uh, family would say like uh, depression's part of life. Yeah. Actually, a lot of my I was the first person in my immediate family to go get treated for it so like they're they, they don't believe depression is real they're like yeah. what do you have to be depressed about you have a house over your head and food to eat yeah <laughs> you, you i feel like that's the immediate answer that a lot of like families especially in like the black community yeah we're quick to dismiss uh someone else's problems you'd be like like why are you complaining like you have a lot to be thankful for you should yeah. be grateful for the life that you have and it's not that we're not but you got to understand like we we have gone through things prior to where we are now yeah. that have led us to this point. So now it's just come up and we have to deal with it. So the last thing we want to hear is, you know, we can't tell you about it or we should suck it up and just be thankful for what we have. Yeah. Because what if what we have really is toxic? Yeah. I'm, I mean, one of my flaws is I'm unwilling to take a step back. Yeah. So, so what depresses me is the un- inability to make progress. Yeah. So when my family and I talked to my family about that, they were like, oh, calm down, whatever. It's not real, blah, blah, blah. Just finish college, stuff like that. Yeah. In computer science, we have this term called imposter syndrome. A lot of major, other oh, majors yeah. have yeah. it. It's, as, it's in its strongest form in CS because you can never learn everything. Yeah. You always feel like that you're not up there. You're not, yeah. you're not learning anything. And a lot of people struggle with that in, yeah. in the play. I it's, definitely it's struggle with this. the most rampant problem in CS in particular. Even when I was when I was in therapy, they would even use computers, computer scientists, as an example of what's imposter syndrome, right? And they would say it's like, oh, the imposter police came to see that. Oh, I'm not really that great at my job, and they're gonna yeah. take me away. And you're 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 always dealing with that feeling of that. Oh, am I gonna get fired? Oh, am I am I do I belong here? When I failed calculus the first time, mm. I I felt like garbage. Wow. I, I was ready. I was I actually switched majors twice, once to to finance mm-hmm. because it was an easier major. And once back, once I realized that, hey, I really love computer science, and I'm willing to like push through it. Right. But that those feel the fact that I even actually I didn't even want to go to computer school for computer science actually, which is the surprising part for because I, I actually like try really hard in my major. Yeah. Um, I actually wanted to just go straight in just on my own merit. Yeah. Which is a lot harder, but once you're in, you you skip the whole degree phase. Yeah. 
because I had no interest in in degree because it doesn't help me when I want to do. Yeah. I don't I don't plan on working for someone else for the rest of my life. I, I plan on starting like many businesses. Yeah. But that kind of stuff is gross to me. <laughs> it's like it, it's gross to tell someone that hey, what you're what you're feeling is not valid. Right. And that's when we have a toxic problem. But that's again yeah. not ta- not toxic masculinity. That's a toxic society. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, to go back to what we were saying earlier, as far as inserting vulnerability into our vocabulary, I think it's also important, you know, especially among males, whether we have like really close friends or maybe our fathers, our uncles, cousins, whoever, like even just saying affirming things like I love you or I got your back. Sure. Like no, mm-hmm. like, or, you know, you should well, you, not. We don't always uh, for at least in my friends. We don't mm-hmm. always display that. Like we, yeah. you know, you can you can detect the meaning. You don't always have to say it. Yeah. But like when, when my friend slides me, sees I'm going through the dumps mm-hmm. and, and, and like sends me like a. Uh, PS4 invite to my favorite game. Yeah, that I probably shouldn't play. Yeah, um, he, he knows what I'm going through. If when when they when they sent when, when we're singing a bar and they're like, oh, here, bro, here's this extra plate, bro. Yeah, like oh, I don't I don't think I want this. Here you go. Yeah, they, they stack it on top for you because they wow. know you're going through some stuff. Yeah, they, yeah. they don't have a lot. And a lot of my relationships are like that. It's very nonverbal. A lot yeah. of my friends don't yeah. have to say it. I, yeah. I can feel it. I say it in the group chat. Yeah, no, because you know. <laughs> Amaya's the creative. Yeah, I know, like, I know, because uh, me and, and Amaya, we've known each other for more than 10 years, so I think just how we've opened up to each other about different aspects of our lives is kind of easy for both of us to say, like, you know, like, I love you, but it will be in a platonic way because we are yeah. friends. Yeah. And um, to also go back to provide, like, a personal testimony, like, um, Amaya can even attest to this as well. Like, growing up, I was very, like, sensitive. Um, Like, if something, like, really hurt my feelings or if it was, like, a buildup of things, I just cried about it. And especially if you're doing this around other guys, it makes you look, like, they'll they'll say... Unstable. Yeah, it'll make you seem like you're just too emotional. Like, why are you crying? You're a punk. You know, man up, like... Stop being a bitch. Yeah, yeah. like that kind of stuff. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess over time, you know, that kind of makes you feel like, dang, like maybe I am crying a little too much around them or maybe yeah. I am getting a little too emotional. It's also, it's also they're not being supportive too. But yeah. you can understand why they feel like yeah, that because they're also raised. Because that's, they, yeah, that's probably like, how they were raised, the, the neighborhoods that they grew up yeah, in. Yeah, or they'll say nothing because they, they, can't, they, can't, they can't process that. Right. And that's not necessarily their flaw. Yeah. It's more or less like, Again, how how, yeah, just like how they the upbringing of a lot of men yeah. are. I yeah. mean, if you go, if you look at, but that's the we're, we're talking purely America. Here, yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. Okay, so purely America, maybe Russia too, because Russia is pretty like big on the man thing. Yeah. We're actually identical with that, except they're a little, a lot more like, like, like uh, being being um, homosexual in Russia. Mm-hmm. It's the worst. Uh, it's actually not the worst. It's not the worst. Not the worst. Oh, I think yeah. that would yeah. be There's... Indonesia. Is the worst place? Whatever country that operates under Sharia law, where basically if you're gay and they find out, they toss you off a rooftop. Wow. No, in, in Indonesia, they whack you with a cane a hundred times. Oh. So mm. is that close? Everywhere or like a specific spot? Or they just the, hit you? On the ass. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's not um, not good. I watched the yeah. video. Oh, my God. I was like, this is severe. I'm like all homie did is is say that he's a he 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 like he he's a creative uh 
he 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 he's a reverse mechanic. And yeah. Like, like oh, that's so all. So I guess did. they took it. They they took it the <laughs> other so way around. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, Jesus, man. He, he, uh, you ask what's a reverse mechanic? Uh, he he likes work. He works with mufflers instead of uh, engines. <laughs> about that like a societal thing like you know how guys like crying for another guys and then like man up and do this and i feel like they've been through the same things that we've been through yeah. except because they kept going on with that like oh the man up and they stopped it, yeah. they thought that you know maybe I, they gaslit themselves like, yeah oh, maybe yeah. i am doing too much and then they kept going on with it yeah. that's like kind of internalizing what you see. Yeah. yeah that's what you see in like parents or grandparents and it's like just because you went through that and you had to go through that yeah. and you kept up with it that doesn't make it right yeah it's not right. okay to compare trauma yeah. like exactly. i hate i i that is my that is a huge that doesn't help pet yeah. peeve for me is when people start comparing trauma and I learned to stop doing that. Yeah. It it's like it's never right to downplay yeah. trauma no. either, yeah, no matter how severe it is or not. Don't compare your level ten to someone else's yeah. level one, because yeah. like, for I, I like if, like I, I can't imagine what like a lot of, a lot of people go through. Like I can't yeah. I can't I'm not you. Yeah. I don't I don't I I know I could take a lot. I don't know how much you can take. Yeah. I, I wouldn't yeah. put the same pressure I would put on me on someone else. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I wouldn't I wouldn't want it the other way around. Yeah. I don't know what you what you're going through. Exactly. At all. And the basic necessities in life, like you were saying, a roof over your head, you have all this, you have a car, you have this and that. Yeah. Like material things don't always, like they're not going to satisfy us for long. Exactly. Because every yeah. on an everyday basis, we're dealing with more things mentally than mm. materially. Yeah, exactly. And like, you know, um, a lot of like the billionaires in the world deal with the same issues that we do deal with. Exactly. Yeah, they're they're not, still high suicide. If, if money yeah. in like your house, your car and having all the things were the answer, then we wouldn't have a billionaire suicide yeah. right yeah. now. And money makes life definitely more comfortable and, and yeah. happier in more instances because yeah. it gives you more comfort. Yeah. But like uh, these people still have like uh, health issues, like yeah. family issues, mental mm-hmm. health issues. Exactly. Like, yeah. Oh, the, the, let me. Let me uh, so I remember this article is by the creator of this game called Minecraft. Uh, his name's Notch, and he talked about how be, that he'll never create another game like that ever again. You, and which is weird because you would think like, oh, massive billion-dollar game, many players. Yeah. You're, you, you, he outbid, uh, I think Jay Z, for for mm. the for the man for a mansion. Wow. And he said that he can't have friends anymore because he can't trust them. Because now that everyone knows he's a billionaire, yeah. You just you just do a quick Google search on the name. Now you can't you can't judge people's intentions anymore. Yeah. You can't say that. Oh, are you are you only my friend because I'm rich? And yeah. that 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 that, that and you watch on his Twitter feed like his mental health like yeah. really dropped like a stone, and he he still doesn't like making games anymore. Wow! And he said the moment he like a game starts picking up traction, he'll he'll drop it. So that totally his success caused him to give up what he loved, which mm-hmm. was just making games. Yeah. Just because he, he became rich, so, right? So being rich doesn't fix your problems. Exactly. Sometimes problems. they can amplify. Them. Yeah. I mean, there's a um, thing called the, I, mean, this is a, I can't remember this, the exact psychology, psychology term. It's the hedonic treadmill. Mm-hmm. And it's human tendency to return back to their like neutral state yeah. from anything. So like, like someone's stage for renal cancer mm-hmm. is no more happier than a person who just won the lottery after, after a year. Right. Yeah, they're about the same. Yeah. Like they're, 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 eventually everything equals out. Exactly. Because we're always longing for something that isn't there. Yeah. Like you could have, um, you know, a good home, good kids, good spouse, yeah. good food, mm-hmm. and still you're searching for something that's not really there. Yeah. And that's like a conversation I had a few weeks ago um, yeah. with like 
social media, dating apps, technology, yeah. like, you know. Evil stuff, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The stuff that just wants you to consume. It's like a, you know, it's a drug. It's a, yeah, yeah. It's, it's made to be consumed. Like, yeah. oh my God. Like, I'm talk, when I talked to my friends about this, we were, I was so pissed. Um, so, this is, this is more technical. This is about, like, YouTube. Mm-hmm. So, I used to use YouTube as a resource. YouTube was great because in the past, this, is, this is, might be new to a lot of people. In the past, YouTube would only show you recommended stuff related to the content you're currently looking at. It would, so if you looked up, oh, how, how do I, um, uh, let me give an example. How, how do I assemble a window? Something like that. It'll, it'll, it'll show you other videos like relating to that, maybe like how to assemble a door and stuff like that. Nowadays, YouTube shows you what it thinks you want to see. Because it's right. made to be consumed. And now with the implementation of YouTube Shorts and TikTok, which literally is only made to consume and provide zero value to anyone, right. that's all we do. We just scroll. And it just it allows you to just keep going. It plays the next video automatically, 30 seconds, because it knows your intention span is only that. Right. Yeah. There's like kids shows now that have a, a clip change every six seconds. Think about that. Like every yeah. six seconds, they change color change like the flash change yeah, the scene keep, yeah. keep you looking and it's like how, how long is this gonna go on until we return like to a state of like remember when shows used to have plots yeah <laughs> yeah yeah Man, i remember i remember like adventure time and stuff like i'm still immer- I'm, I'm like 20 22 years old i'm about to i'm still immersed in the adventure time plot i'm yeah. like that was insane regular show and all that yeah yeah but nowadays it's like Oh, TikTok. The Adventures, yeah. the yeah. Adventures of Clarence is what I saw last time on like Cartoon Network. It wasn't Network. too bad. It was simple. <laughs> it was simple. It, it was, was just about simple. a kid doing really idiotic things all the time and flashing TV and like it's just too much. Yeah. yeah there's no there's no cohesiveness at all and it does it doesn't really help a kid develop some higher level thinking. It doesn't. But then again, when did Cartoon Network ever have shows like that? Adventure like, Time. Maybe, well, yeah, there were some things, but I feel like as a whole, as a channel back in the day, when it came to Cartoon Network, Cartoon Network was just like that acid trip where it's just like, listen, listen. Ed, Ed and Eddie help, helps you become a capitalist. <laughs> Codename yeah. Kids Next Door. I, 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 I learned my hustle from, from Ed, Ed and Eddie. Literally, yeah. it's just them. I don't even, here's, I remember Ed and Eddie being on, but I didn't watch it enough to the point where I could pinpoint a specific yeah. episode. Yeah. I just know it's like them and their little give quick schemes just to get <laughs> yeah. worse to my job breakers. Yeah, yeah. But, but the, the positive part about that was like, it was like no matter how many times you, there was always a message in the shows mm-hmm. and Ed and Eddie, it was like no matter how many times you fail, no matter how many people are against you, yeah. you keep, you get back up the next day and you try again, <laughs> which was a great yeah. message for anyone mm-hmm. who watched it. Adventure Time is like, um, it's it, when it's okay for a hero to make mistakes. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, it's okay yeah. to make mistakes. Yeah, but speaking like, of mistakes on TV shows, like you know how you talked about how um, you and Amaya, and then uh, us versus our guy friends, a lot of the affectional cues are nonverbal. Yeah. If you look at like Disney Channel or like I remember watching a lot of TV shows where if like uh, like like Good Luck Charlie, if yeah. Gabe made a mistake, it would always be like like the the sister or the mom that was consoling him affectionately, yeah. giving me a hug and stuff. Whenever it was like him and his dad, it would always be like, "Let's go get food, son," or like, "Let's go like mess around, play yeah. like something." Yeah, and I feel like we should we can normalize like either or, but I think I witnessed that like I think you know with the whole like stereotype of women, well not really stereotype, but expectation of women being more maternal. Mm-hmm. Like you'll notice that like even as a guy, 
you'll be like non-verbal with your guy friends like yeah. let's go hang out bro versus like you'll like call like um you know like a lady friend of yours and then mm. you'll like t- talk to her like be more affectionate yeah. when you're giving advice and doing stuff like that yeah and like you made a really good point earlier that your friends are not like therapists yeah like your friends are your friends and you shouldn't like dump onto them yeah like they're a good ear and they can listen to you for sure back and forth but yeah, don't i think a lot of people too. become like resentful when they're like Oh, I opened up to you like I was vulnerable to yeah. you, and you didn't reciprocate the way I needed you to. Like a exactly. therapist, yeah. and that's why they like don't like to be vulnerable yeah. to uh, everyone. Something, something I used to do, I used to hate myself for doing is when when people tell me their problems because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a very rational person. Yeah, a lot of people don't want to hear the solution. Yeah. Oh man, dude! Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> so it's it really cutthroat. I, I was very, I would, I would be really cut. I'd be like, okay, um, so my friend's having relationship problems. He lists all the, off the problems. I'm like, can you just end the relationship? Yeah. And be like, they'll, 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 they'll be dumbfounded. That, that see, that's the type that. of stuff I want to say, but I'm just not I, I, negative I, like that. I, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, have you considered ending the relationship? Yeah. Uh, or like, oh, like, oh, friends having trouble like figuring out the career. And I'm like, oh, then how about like sitting down and doing it? Yeah. I'm like, have you considered actually doing the yeah. action? And a lot of people don't want to hear that. A lot of people just want to vent, and that's yeah. that's fine. And, and you learn that in positive psychology is to let just let people vent. Yeah. And you and like you're it's not your it's not your role to give them the solution. It's actually better if they find the solution themselves. Yeah. Exactly. But, um, yeah. They won't change until they feel that desire inside themselves. Yeah. yeah. There there should be boundaries set for that because I mean, as friends, I mean it's okay to open up and vent, especially if it's really bothering you. But you have to really think like you cannot dump all of that baggage onto your friend because that yeah. will make them resent you yeah. not want to talk to you. Because you're always using me for therapy. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. Like, it's like, I, I can't... I can't it's like, that. say if I'm going through something and I want to vent to you, but you're venting to me. Like, you're not allowing me the opportunity to reciprocate the energy that you're giving to me. Yeah, it's kind of like... unfair. It's kind of like, okay, in my family, we have someone... We have a relative who is quite literally almost always negative or have yeah. some bad news or something mm-hmm. to share or something like that. And we're sick and tired of hearing it. I so can't be you around. Start, you start developing some resentment. It's like, yeah. I, I would rather you just leave. Or like, oh, why don't you ever call me? Is like, because you always got, you got, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you're, you're reminding me of something negative yeah. or you're saying something negative. Yeah. Which makes it hard for me to like, want I'm to speak to, to you stay on a daily basis. Spirits. That's why I love, I love you as, yeah. a, as, a, as a family member. Can't do it. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny talking about the rational thing is like Amaya knows like when, when when she talked to me about like her concerns with like like uh student financials and stuff like that, yeah. I, I think I was like immediately like, Okay, so here let, let's bring do a breakdown yeah. of of different uh student loan rates and yeah. like how you can achieve FAFSA and like hope scholarship. I made a spreadsheet yeah. that night. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can, I, I, I like that my my friends know me and I'm I tell this to a lot of them, it's like I'm not the emotional person. Yeah, I'm the person you go to when you when you when you when you want action. Yeah, yeah. I'm 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 a very action oriented. I'm like, okay, you have a problem, let's fix it same day. Yeah, that's why um, I had a friend who actually uh, got it. She got she got attacked by her girlfriend. She didn't mm. tell me. There's a good reason she didn't tell me because I'm very action oriented yeah. about dealing with stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> type B. Yeah. More 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 like uh. <laughs> Oh, I can't say that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that, that would give me canceled on Twitter. I almost I had to oh my catch God. my tongue, man. I hate that joke. Oh, man. No, 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 no. I was gonna, I got something a little different than that one. <laughs> more, more, like, uh, more like swim meet type. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man. You're going to be calling us saying, hey, who wants to help me get rid of my body? 
What? Oh. Ooh. Ooh. What? Ooh. what is I didn't say anything about that, but if we want to go that direction, who's want to help me plan? Y'all are turning this into a crime show now. All Jordan's, right. Well, wash my Jordan hands. Well, to welcome that. to It's yeah. Biz Crime Edition. <laughs> I feel like Jordan and Brandon are low-key the same way. Yeah, they're all action-oriented. <laughs> they're low-key the same way. I mean, yeah. Jordan's a lot of do-yourself. Yeah, and Jordan's uh, me and Amaya's friend um, for the listeners. Yes. Um, he, uh, he's I should probably say that. very action-oriented. Um, really, 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 really down to earth guy. Like, he's a busy body too. But yeah, yeah, I talk to him a lot. I when I, I guess I can, I can pressure a lot of people when I talk about stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I, you probably shouldn't talk career stuff with me because I'm, I'm always the one that I, I want my friends to push their game higher and higher. Right. Yeah, I really. Do. I, yeah. I have a friend. Um, we had an argument. Actually, I don't typically argue with my friends a lot because mm-hmm. typically, well, at least I don't consider an argument. Yeah. <laughs> it's like um, he told me that he, 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 he wanted to be a welder. Mm-hmm. And at first he said he wanted to be a cook. And then, and then he switched back to a cook. And I'm like, dude, listen, it's like you switched make, make up your years. mind, pick one, so that way you can start get working on it. You can't, you can't make progress going five steps back every yeah. time you make one step forward. And that's messing you up really bad. Yeah. Like, and and I, I, th- I think I think I frustrated him a little bit. I apologize, but like, you gotta go. I, I'm yeah. all for my friends going forward, not yeah. backwards. Same thing on me. I, I pressure myself to go forwards. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm like, I'll put. I'm the I'm the type of guy like like you. You say you're afraid to get go go outside the plane. I'm throwing you out of it. <laughs> I give you five yeah, seconds talking, to jump on you're your taking, own. You taking pushing. Okay, so I actually want to go skydiving one day. Uh, I'm probably not the one to go with. I will not go. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll be like, I'll, I'll give, you, I'll, I'll start counting down. For, the, the pilot will say jump, and then, I, then I'm gonna look you in the eyes, and I'm gonna start counting down, and then I'm, that's that's how long you have to jump before I make you. <laughs> when I get to Tom Cruise's comfortability level, where basically yeah. he can just go and be like, "Yeah, let's go to the plane." I'm just gonna take my size 12 boot and be like, <laughs> "Dunk." <laughs> And then, and then I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a backflip right after you. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I'm, there's no progress in just doing nothing. And <laughs> I think I've done it to my family. I forced my mom to get like a higher position. I was like, I was so frustrated. I'm like, how are you? I, I my, my biggest pet peeve is people who are comfortable with mediocrity. Yeah. Mm. And maybe that's because I'm pushing my own insecurities on other people. Because yeah. I'm not comfortable with mediocrity. Yeah. I, I, I hate being like. I, I don't like being average. Yeah, I saw something today. Yeah. It was like be obsessed or be average. Yeah, yeah. and it's it, there's nothing wrong with being average. But to me, if I'm not the best at it, I, I and I'm not working towards yeah. it, I'm going insane. Yeah, like, and that, that that's what that's probably the reason I can't enjoy video games anymore. Like uh, yeah. like uh, there is this game, um, uh, I think League of Legends, right? Mm-hmm. I I can't play competitive games. Cause I, I'll 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 have research papers on it, studying it. I, I'm yeah. like a machine. If by um, and by a hundred hours of play later, I'm if I'm not in gold, I'm about to be. Right. I got that. I have that drive, you know, and it makes it, it makes me obsess over being being the best. Right. And if I'm not the best, I better be damn near close. And that's why in jiu-jitsu, taking a loss that ugly when I thought, I mean, in my gym, I'm pre- like big fish, small pond. Mm-hmm. In my gym, I was not, I was, I was in, as, as a novice, I was, my coach said I was pretty decent. I got my strike pretty fast. And maybe that went to my head. But when I took that loss, man, the world's a lot bigger than you think it is. Yeah. And that just pissed me off. So, and then I had to, then I go through two extremes. I, I go, once I make it through my lowest, 
my 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 next extreme is how am I gonna make sure that never happens again? Exactly. And usually at the moments like this, like for example, I had a dream. I had a non-existent girlfriend cheat on me, and the mm-hmm. next day I woke up and did 15 reps, and I, and on, <laughs> on, I, I my pull my pull up record was like three. Wow. <laughs> and I was like, that's my extremes, and I don't even have a girlfriend. <laughs> Sigma so, male grind set. Gotta go ahead and start yeah. the music. Sigma male grind set. Start working out because your non-existent girlfriend cheated on you. I put on 20 kilograms of muscle. I can't. I but can't. yeah, after that loss, I was like, man, I'm putting 40. I, I, I got I got protein powder. I got I got weights at home. I'm like, I'm ready, dude. I'm going to be just as big as that guy when he put me down. <laughs> like, Ever toned, not jacked. I, be, I become my, I become my demons. My, I'm like the Doom Slayer. Yeah, go ahead and play the heavy metal music to load up my chainsaw yeah. and yeah. get going. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah, but that's where I'm at. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we got about five minutes left. So we can maybe do one more question really quick. So let's take a word from our sponsor. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Our sponsor is Georgia State University. This podcast is sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends. (laughs) This this podcast is sponsored by Hot Sex Radio. I don't trust those games, to be honest. I don't trust those games. They're gotcha games. The games that show up in YouTube ads, I don't trust those. (laughs) Oh, Oh, you mean half of them are fake, but... Hold on, I, I guess you got. Go ahead and get your question through. I heard. I heard Geico will save you fifteen percent on car insurance. <laughs> Can I help you with fifteen percent or more on your car's extended warranty? Oh no, I'm kind of just surprised at how quiet I've been. But then again, like I'm not a man, so I really can't speak on this topic at all. I kind of want to say a little something about like the whole Will and Jada situation because I remember I was watching it on Instagram. I was watch. I was like, I saw my friend's feed. Mm-hmm. He was watching it live, mm-hmm. and he was like. Uh, <laughs> went crazy and I was like texting I was like wait what happened because like I couldn't I don't have a TV in my dorm so I couldn't watch them live so basically I was like just watching the YouTube clips after stuff had already <clears throat> happened right. I was happy for a lot of things Ariana DeBose won Best Supporting Actress what else happened that I really liked Questlove won, won for Best Documentary Feature mm-hmm. Riz Ahmed he won for Best Live Action uh, Best Live Action Short Film things like that mm-hmm. and then of course the Will and Jada thing happened and I think initially my thing about it was just, you know, he shouldn't have slapped him. Yeah. Violence is never okay. But then looking at a lot of things online, especially on, you, on like, um, you know, Instagram, people on Instagram were talking about it and people on TikTok. And basically yeah. coming to the consensus, essentially, black women need to be defended. Yeah. Need to be defended. And they should yeah. be defended. Like, honestly, as we just said earlier, you know, that Malcolm X quote, the most disrespected woman and person in America is a black, black woman. The most neglected person in America is a black woman. The yeah. most unprotected person in America is a black woman. Very true. So, yes, women deserve to be, black women deserve to be and need to be defended and protected. At the same time, you did just slap a man on live on TV. On national television. In front of millions of people. And then the national or international? Probably international. Probably international. Yeah. So. And then we get this thing about respectability politics. People get talking about, you know, Respectability politics only helped the oppressor. You know, this whole thing is just like, you know, had like, you know, white people were there. Why'd you do this? Because a lot of people, a lot of white people were chiming in. And it's Mm -hmm. like, people were reminding them, this isn't your issue. This isn't something that you have to deal with. And, you know, there's this actor, writer I follow on Instagram called Nick Walker, and he posted something about it, essentially talking about how, as black men, you have to deal with being angry. And sometimes that notion of, not being able to react to certain things a certain way, lest society looks at you mm-hmm. as a certain way. Because a lot of 
cases being black people, we do something wrong. It's not simply, oh, you made a mistake. It's all right. It'll be okay. It's you made a mistake. Now your whole race is a fuck yeah. up. Now your whole race is the exact same way as yeah. you are. And so that comes into and, play with yeah, it. And it's just, yeah. it's just a sticky situation. And kind of, and I did find myself thinking earlier, thinking to myself, Jada's a grown woman. She's fine. But, you know, I guess it has been kind of hard on her. Yeah. And I found myself also thinking that, you know, they've been putting a lot of stuff out in the open these past few years. Yeah, that's and the world has a lot of opinions on it. My yeah. opinion on their relationship, how that marriage works, does not matter. They seem to be in love. They seem to be working things out. They yeah. seem to be happy together. I'm happy for them just because yeah, of that. I, so, I can't really speak on what I don't really know. I about, can't. So, and I, my yeah, opinion I is not needed. It's not valued. <laughs> no one cares. Yeah, Who I cares about how I feel? Entanglement. About yeah. The table just goes into the air. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm going to do that. Oh, that. You remember the Barack Obama meme where he kicked the door as he yeah. leave? Yeah, that would be me leaving. Yeah. Yeah. I think all that is really interesting with like vulnerability because, mm-hmm. you know, for a while to go on like the red table talking, like, you know, all the memes that were made and stuff like that. Uh, what I've kind of seen like society do is even though like Jaded like cheated or whatever uh, when they're separated and stuff, he's getting ridiculed while she's just like off the hook. That's yeah. what I've yeah, seen. That's the yeah, that's the toxic. Yeah, and, and it's like and then it's like the slap, Will's fault, the cheating, Will's fault. Like oh, you're defending your woman, but she's with other men. But yeah. it's like. Like, you know, it's their relationship. Like, clearly, there there's something that they're both comfortable with that happened. Right. Like, why are we so worried about it? But that's just another thing with notoriety. Yeah, but we got, we call, we're calling out, like, yeah. like inconsistency. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I like to call out inconsistency because yeah. that's kind of hypocritical. You, 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 you would slap uh, Chris Rock, but you wouldn't yeah. slap the guy that your wife got into yeah. an entangle, entanglement with. I hate yeah, that that's term. True. She cheated. Yeah. You cheated. Yeah, I, but then we have to call in the questions, just like the whole notion of like when you're on a break. Like they yeah. did this on Friends. It's like, you were with another woman. We were on a break. We have to call in the question, what exactly does that mean? On a break? There ain't no yeah. such thing as on a break. Did they say I, he gave him the blessing or whatever? And the he what? Like, and then people were saying that they're in an open relationship. Yeah, that, I saw See, that too. what the heck is that? I would love to continue this. in an open relationship, you are together and you are allowed to be with you're allowed Never. to be with other partners. You're yeah. allowed to be with other partners. Isn't that just dating together. with extra steps? Yeah. But you're still committed to that one person. Like, we're still mm-hmm. together. Stop yeah. the cap. But you can go uh, out yeah. and hang out with other people. And yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, I love... Divorce is expensive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, w- I would love to continue this. We, we're going to have to do a part two, but right now we're out of time. So, um, thanks. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in for another episode. Um like I said, you can continue finding the podcast, Apple, Spotify, Google, anywhere that offers podcasts. Keep leaving those reviews and keep spreading the word out to as many people as possible. And we'll see you on the next episode.